Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Once again, let's just relax and just be reminded that every circumstance in your life is under God's sovereign control. There's nothing out of place. There's nothing that has slipped under the radar or he is surprised about or that he doesn't care about. He cares about everything that's going on in your life. It's so helpful to know that our purpose is very simple, to become one, spirit, soul, and body, joined in him, one with him very simple and that we can trust him to accomplish that in us hopefully our the homework we've been doing and the discussions we've been having have helped you to start to begin to see what your role is in this whole process that there are things that God wants you to learn how to do, to to live and move and have your being in him, how to live as a spirit being that has a soul that lives in a body, for uh, an earth suit for your time here on this earth, but that it's not about earning God's love or, you know, a special place close to him, close to his throne in the in heaven or whatever's next, that it's there's really a it's really a simple process and the pathway is is narrow and simple and not all that complicated. And that's part of our, our challenge is is the simplicity of devotion to Christ, the simplicity of having a relationship with God. And one of the reasons we make it complicated, other people make it complicated, the world system makes it complicated, our our fears and and our the control that our soul longs to have, those all make it complicated. So it's not surprising that it's complicated. But the more we're just reminded that everything's fine, everything's on track. You know, we always want to know how are we doing? Are we on track? And when we can just go, okay, unless God is directing you otherwise, you're on track. Now, we have talked about the ways God gets our attention. And so we want to be, you know, aware of that, you know, through through our health, through relationships, through finances. That's like the last case resort. And, you know, if God has to send an, an angel with a telegram or a trumpet it's very likely because you've missed all the other times that he's been trying to get your attention. It's not because he's trying to get your attention because you're so screwed up. It's because maybe he just wants to talk to you. Just the whole point of our the whole point of our time here becoming one is to know him. And that's far simpler than we make out as well. So 
Before we continue talking about supernatural experiences, I do just want to broadly address some questions that have come in. They do always seem to be have some commonalities to it, and we just want to talk about some of those commonalities before we go further. You know, I do try to answer questions individually, and um, especially, you know, areas of, of specific prayer concern and that kind of thing. And hopefully we're all learning to pray a different way and seek God. And, you know, we're, we don't want to tell God what to do, but and yet we are also learning to take that power and authority. So there's a, it's an interesting challenge to know, okay, where do we and exercise that power and authority, and where do we just let God take care of it? And the... There's no cut-and-dry answer other than asking the Lord and then trying. It's okay to make a mistake. You're going to make mistakes, except that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes waiting for God to do something when he puts you in that situation so you would do something, or doing something when God just wanted you to wait. This is how we learn. And it's through the very process that we so often are too afraid to step out until we have the perfect understanding. That's a real that's a real challenge. God knows that though. So you don't need to be concerned about okay, he's he's never going to be disappointed in you. You may be disappointed in you, but that's a, hopefully a fleeting thing. Let it come and go. If you, you know, we get we so many of us get down on ourselves, and that's where we stay. And that's one of the first things I want to address is, is a lot of the things we've been talking about for a long time, especially waiting on the Lord. And we've been, you know, talking about some other things, you know, asking for God to reveal himself, for angelic visitations, for the abilities to start working, all these different things. And when they don't happen in the way we want them to or the way we expect them to, we get discouraged. And we get discouraged when we don't see results. You know, we're waiting and nothing happens. And we're fasting and nothing happens. And we're, we're crying out to him and nothing happens. And we're praying and nothing happens. But what I want to point out to you is it's not the results that are important. It's that you're waiting and seeking him and focusing on him and pointing towards him. You're, you're, you're attentive to him. That's what's important. The results have nothing to do with how well you are waiting on him, for instance, or fasting, or that's not, that's, there, it's not an exact correlation. You can be waiting on him perfectly and fasting perfectly and completely hearing him and seeking him about an issue and not seeing any results because we are, that's our mentality that's our soulical control mentality and again god gave you your soul with that control 
spine, if you will. That control is the main motivation of your soul. But God is bringing that control under the power and authority of your spirit. So he is will often not just respond when we call or act when we ask. And he will often delay responding or respond in a totally different way than we asked or expect because he doesn't want, you know, exactly, he doesn't want to be like, you know, one of those crazy eight balls where we ask a question and then wait, we get an answer, you know, oh, you know, ask again. You know, the answer is no, the answer is yes. We, he's, not, he's not a toy. And waiting for him, let's say waiting for him an hour a day, does not equate to, okay, God is going to move in the area you're seeking him in. But waiting for him an hour a day is its own response is the change that is drawing your soul into your spirit. It's not about the results. So now you will, once, once you learn that, and this is a, all a learning process, and once your, your soul starts becoming more content with not seeing results, God does start to reveal what is already going on. That's the difference. You start seeing, because this is all, all God is, you're seeing something that already exists. It's, he is already answering your prayers, your requests, your circumstances. He's already doing everything you're asking and seeking and wanting, but you're not aware of it. Because you're so focused, your soul is so focused on its own control issues. And as you, as you, again, your soul starts to back off and rest, enter into that rest with joy and comfort and confidence and, again, contentment, then God starts lifting the veil and, and clearing your ears to see and hear and experience those things that are already all around you right now. Just as God himself is all around you right now. The supernatural realm, the angels, the demons, the ghosts, the aliens, anything you want to put in that category, they're all around you right now. But God is taking us step step by step. He doesn't want to overwhelm us. So he's letting us proceed in the, in the path according to his good timing, because he loves you, because he loves us. So when you feel yourself getting discouraged, ask the Lord, what am I discouraged about? This is not about getting down on yourself, oh, I shouldn't be discouraged, I should just be more patient. It's like, no, there's something, there's very often something else going on that you're trying to please him, you're trying to measure up. 
you or you're you're challenging him. If if God doesn't do something by such and such a time, I'm going to give up, or there is no God, or I'm just going to make a decision. You know, we give him an ultimatum. Now there are times when we do put time schedules on asking for guidance, for instance. Lord, this is I've worked this through, and I'm going to take this step. This is what I think you know is the right decision. And I'm going to spend the rest of the time between now and tomorrow morning when I have to make this decision that if I don't hear anything from you, I'm going to go ahead and move forward with this decision. And when we do that, that frees us. But that's the diff- one of the differences is when your discouragement can be fall into contentment. And you're not trying to feel pressured, or you're not feeling pressured. You're not trying to pressure God. You're not trying to, you know, give ultimatums. But that discouragement is replaced with contentment and joy and satisfaction without results, without seeing things change. Then you know, okay, this is how my soul is supposed to operate. This is how my soul is connected to my spirit with with peace with with joy with receiving from the spirit and when we are are looking for uh the when when we're looking for results and then we don't see results that's the distraction and again that's okay because you know those that desire for results is what got you to the waiting. You know, and so often God puts us in situations where we need something to happen. And he's like, "No, if if you know, I will draw you to myself, but then I'm not obligated to answer you." And that's part of our, you know, our our uh, nature, our our solical nature is impatience. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But we figure if we're doing everything right, God should, you know, show up. He should answer our prayer. He should make himself known. He should, you know, he should do the right thing. If we've got enough prayer, pray, people praying, if we have a, you know, long enough uh, uh, prayer chain going. And I always wonder about those kinds of things. You know, how many people praying is enough? You know, and if one person falls out, you know, okay, if we have 20 people praying a certain way, all in, a, in one accord about a certain thing, does does God say, oh, no, I wanted 21 people? And so he doesn't respond. I don't think the way, that's the way he operates. I don't think that's the way he operates at all. But we are trying to figure God out rather than having a relationship with him. So, if you again, if you feel yourself becoming discouraged, that's what you want to deal with. Not about not seeing results from these activities that we've been talking about: speaking in tongues, waiting on God, trying, you know, motiv- you know, activating those supernatural gifts and abilities that are in you already. And contentment is is what will come once as your discouragement is. Uh, released 
again, it's, it's not about you fighting it mentally. It's about asking the Lord, focusing on the discouragement. Why am I discouraged? What am I expecting that is unrealistic and un, unnatural to me? Why am I struggling so much in your timetable? Why is it so important to me that I see you move? You know, what if God never, what if you never saw him move in your life again? God enough. Then we get to impatience. And hopefully, again, these are some of the, the questions that come up all, all the time, over and over in a, a variety of different ways. But we get impatient. And one of the things we want to do is, is look at what are our goals. And if we recognize that it's not about achieving a certain level of spirituality, for instance, or, you know, attaining our purpose, or, you know, whatever, whatever you know, um, spirituality, or, you know, mi- being ministry capable, or being available to God because God needs you. No, those are goals as we are more and more content, God reveals our maybe hidden goals. That we, we, there is this idea that if we are, you know, spiritual and supernaturally capable and, and we have all the gifts and we can, then, then God needs us. And if God needs us, he's obligated to take care of us. Because he can't do what he wants to do or needs to do without us. And first I'll just say that's not true. He doesn't need anybody. I mean, he was, he doesn't need anybody. In fact, you know, to do his greatest works, he comes and does it himself. Because it's like it needs to be done perfectly. And so only he can do things perfectly. So he shows up himself. So don't worry about not being ready or not being available or making a mistake or missing him. Don't worry about it. That's not what's important. But again, what are your goals? If you are, you know, a a great goal to start with is just to, to know that you are available to God. And if you are doing what you know to do, what can God ask more of you? Wherever you are, God knows that. And where you're at, you can be available to God. Remember, in your spirit, you are already one in him. And your spirit already has all the information your soul is seeking. So it's not that you don't know what you want to know. It's just God, through your spirit, is withholding it for a variety of reasons. So as you make yourself available to God through all these other things we've been talking about, if you are doing that, you have already accomplished your goals. Now, part of us is going to be really challenged by that. Well, if I've already met my goals, what am I supposed to do now? How come I'm still feeling so unsettled? How come I'm, you know, not happy? Whatever you know, how come things aren't all bright and rosy? I figured if I was going, you know, if everything was hunky-dory, if I was in the center of God's will, if I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, I wouldn't have any trouble in my life. 
Again, that's one of those lies. Because the rain falls on the just and the unjust. We are here on this earth to overcome. What does that mean? There are going to be things in our lives that we have to overcome. Barriers, stumbling blocks, pits. That we have to, one way or another, learn how to overcome. Learn how to dig ourselves out of. Whether it's asking people for help, whether it's asking for, for God to help, whether it's using our supernatural abilities. But we learn so much more by the experiences and so much more by making mistakes. So as we are focusing on being content rather than discouraged, rather than impatience, again, it's also contentment, but then it's like a satisfaction. Yes, I, you know, I know what my goals are, and today I accomplish them. Because that's all you have is today. We don't know what's coming tomorrow. You know, that's one of the reasons people have great fear and confusion is because they don't know what tomorrow is bringing. And so one of the things that happens, this is, I want to address the, the third trend that keeps on coming, coming up in, into questions and such, is, you know, what is happening? What is tomorrow bringing? What should I do to prepare? What can, can I do to be ready? And underlying that is uh, the whole idea of, of confusion and fear. And the answer to that is ask the Lord, is there anything? Not a, Don't assume that there's something that you should be doing different, but ask the Lord, is there something I should be doing different? And one of the great things about this is because, you know, through our desire to have these abilities functioning and working, we want to hear specifically and objectively. And he might say, I want you to do this, that, or the other thing, being very specific. And how do we know it's from him? Well, we've been working on tuning our hearing to him. But there's different things you can, can ask about, you know, using wisdom. He's also given you a sound mind. He's given you people around you. Now, there's going to be times when, regardless of what other people say, you're going to go a different direction. The point being that God himself is leading and guiding and directing you. Now, there's a lot of voices out there saying this and that about what's happening and, you know, what, how we should be praying and, and what's going to happen on such and such a day. And this is, you know, how, you know, then it's the end. It's always the end times. You know, ever since Paul, it's been the end times. So we're set. If, if ever, nobody's going to argue with you that it's the end times. We've been in the end times for hundreds of years, thousands of years. So we're done. Fine, good, we all agree. Now, with that end becomes a beginning. We won't get into that, but the whole point being that that doesn't matter. You know, we could say that, look, it's not going to be any final big end time until the church is without spot or wrinkle, and we are really far from that. So whatever you're expecting to be the end of, of things here on this earth, no, no because the church is not where it needs to be. I'm not talking about the religious. I'm talking about those who have been 
making themselves available to God. There are always those, and God reveals himself in so many different ways to, to believers and non-believers alike. And I do believe God's getting ready to do something because he's always getting ready to do something. And sometimes we hear about it publicly and sometimes it happens in private. I suspect God's doing something, is getting ready to reveal something to you right now. But it's, it, and it's just a matter of time. But what's more important to him is that you are making yourself available to him for him to do what he wants in your life and drawing you to learn to use your abilities, to learn to live and move and have your being here on this earth. But one thing I've noticed about so many of these uh, well-meaning, well-intentioned, God-loving people out there that are just saying this, that, and the other thing, and they have, they have, you know, there's so many more marketplaces and so many, so many other ways of getting what they have to say out there. But they often, ha- what I notice is that often those that have a word from the Lord, for instance, a, or a dream or a vision, do not ask the Lord for the interpretation. And this is the third thing. Write this down. This will free you to be content and uh, give you understanding. You know, I don't have any reason to doubt that these variety of of messages, that they are experiencing these supernatural events, these visions and dreams and prophetic experiences, but only that they are not necessarily handling them with godly wisdom. For instance, someone has a dream or a vision, and let's just assume and accept that it's absolutely from the Lord, 100%. But often, not always, but often, people will take that dream or vision or experience, and instead of taking it to God, they try to apply it to the current situation. They or others or we are all in. Or they take it to the scriptures. They try to apply scriptures. You know, they get the number 3-2, and they go, okay, that's Jeremiah 3-2. Or maybe it's Hebrews 3-2. And, and maybe it's, no, it's, it's about, you know, um, a, a bill you have to pay. Instead of asking God for the interpretation and application, they try to figure it out. So this is where the experience of how, where God wants to take us. What is the goal that we are always turning back to God? God, is this from you? This is where you start. You know, you get a dream. You first ask, God, is this you? And, and sometimes he's going to say yes and then not give you an interpretation, not give you an application. And is that okay? I know one person who had, you know, this was quite some time ago, who had a dream of a great black leopard coming I'm to, to Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was a great leopard, and he went to a lumberyard, and he made his den in the lumberyard. And 
this person called all the pastors and all the people who had the gift of interpretation to try to understand what kind of attack was coming to this city, to Charlotte. And they had this understanding of what the black leopard was and the uh, lumberyard and buildings were being torn down and great upheaval was happening. And there was, you know, everybody was fasting and praying, you know, that, oh, yes, this is an attack and we need to come against it. Well, not too much longer after that, it was announced that the, uh, they were getting a, Charlotte was getting a football team that was named the Panthers. And they were building the stadium on ground that used to be a lumberyard. That was, I mean, that was just God's example of, of, of you know, it was, it, they didn't need to pray about it at all. Because it was just God revealing himself. He was, he was just saying, I'm going to talk to you about things that aren't even that important and reveal to you things that I'm not even going to ask you to do something about. But he, he wants to share his creation with us, the universe, the galaxies. He wants to share those things. And if we think that everything that comes our way, we have to do something with it or act on it, we're going to, again, miss that peace, that contentment, and just accept the the understanding and God's purpose that he has for our lives. So again, this is uh, this is what I mean, that this is a great opportunity for lo- learning because there are so many things going on that we have an eye for. We have an expectation that God is doing things, that God is uh, revealing things. And, and on the other side, that, that there's so much going on in the supernatural realm. There always is. And God is always revealing, but it's our expectations. We're, we're now willing to turn our eyes and turn our attention to what God is doing. That's the opportunity. So now we can just rest, relax, make ourselves available, and enjoy the ride. So, uh, again, I want to thank you for sending in your questions. And, again, I do try to, to answer them as in depth, in depth as, as time allows but you can always drop me a line at diane at the org, or through Blog Talk Radio or on the website, therainersclub.org. There's a contact form there as well. So thanks for tuning in. We'll be getting back together again the same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night.